0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Academy Warriors podcast. My name is Luis, and today I am actually joined by a special guest, a Dickinson College alumni who majored with her BS in neuroscience and French, and also minored in math. She's also the blogger for Buffalo Sauce Everywhere, and she also has the podcast called Overrated Underrated, which highly recommend that you guys check it out whenever you have time to check it out. So thank you for being on the show here today, Renata. How are you doing today?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, about to start the weekend right now while we're recording, so I am ready to not work anymore. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. The-
0: yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the weekend here. Uh, I mean, over here, we're dealing with the wildfires and, and the smoke and all that. But hoping it clears out soon because, I mean, it is it is depressing not to be able to do anything or even just go out for a jog. Um, but hopefully, hopefully that, that happens uh, soon enough here. So if you guys uh, have seen already the topic of this podcast episode is having a job during college. And our guest today has actually had multiple jobs while actually still going to college, I believe between two and four, if I'm not mistaken. And she will be telling us her story on how she got to college and how she balanced out having so many jobs and going to college. So can you tell us more about all that and how that went about?
1: Sure, yeah. Um, so I am what my, what my life coach has deemed multi-passionate, um, which in my mind is now just a very kind way to say that I run myself into the ground by doing too many things at once. And so now I use it as a shield, right? Everyone's like, oh, you're taking on something else. I'm like, I'm multi-passionate. Leave me alone. Um, so yeah, so like you had said, Luis, I had, um, I had two majors and a minor and, that was literally just because I wanted to study everything. Um, and you know, I went, uh, I studied abroad twice, uh, once to France, once to Spain. Um, I pledged to sorority, like I overloaded my classes as much as possible, took summer courses, winter courses. Um, I love learning, but also I just like doing different things. Um, and so those jobs, they really brought something different to my schedule that wasn't studying, that wasn't, classwork that wasn't anything else. Um, and, but it's, it was still structured time. Uh, so uh, I'm trying to think what did it start with? So when I got to college, I didn't like my orientation experience and I wanted to change it. So I found out that, you know, orientation leaders or what they were called at Dickinson at the time. Um, you know, you would go in and you would, you would help them plan a new orientation program. Um, and when I started as a freshman, it wasn't paid. And then the next semester, sophomore year, it started being a paid position. So I started getting paid for that. And actually, that trend followed me um, when I became a Zumba instructor The my uh, my sophomore year. I got certified over the summer after my freshman year. I came back in the fall and I said, you know, okay, I want to be a Zumba instructor. Um, and that wasn't paid until I started doing it. And then it was paid. So I just got lucky all, all across the board. Um. And because I didn't have enough to do, I'm saying that very sarcastically, um, I, uh, I went to the bookstore and I knew that they were hiring students. And I said, you know, hey, hey, can I work a few hours here? And man, I loved working in the bookstore. So like you could work in the bookstore and the convenience store. Um, and I just really liked it. Like people would come up to me and I would get like that minimal amount of interaction where things didn't necessarily get awkward, but you, you still had that fun time where you met someone new and just like talk to them. It's so, like, I would scan their books and be like, you know, how are you doing today? And like, I'm all happy. And they're like, why are you smiling? <laughs> like, Please, please stop. This is not fun for me. Um, so I did, I, I did some combination of those. Um, my junior year, I couldn't get any hours in the bookstore. So the, the person who ran the bookstore shift schedule said, well, let me see if I can get you into package pickup. So I started scanning packages my junior year. Um, And so and uh, someone who I went abroad with said, oh, we used to call you the absolutely girl because we would hand you our card and say, could you get my package? And you would say, absolutely. And then you go and get it Um, because I do. I just I like interacting with people. So it was just kind of nice for me. Um, So then I went abroad junior spring. And when I came back, I knew I had the position lined up for me of, uh, it was student coordinator of group fitness and special events. Um, and they were kind of grooming me to take that over. It was a new position, like when I started college and the, the other Zumba instructor did it up until she left. So then they were grooming me to do that. Um, and I was like, I can't, I can't do everything. So then I knocked it down to just doing that, being a Zumba instructor and, uh, and doing orientation because orientation was, the one that I love the most, I, I will talk your ear off about that one. Um, but yeah, I went from being an orientation leader, uh, up to student director of orientation my senior year, which was, it, it was such a blast. Um, but yeah, so that was a lot. (laughs) Um, but those, that's all of them. Um, but yeah, I can, I can talk about juggling them, but I want to let you say something first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so, you know, my, my question, and I think, uh, I mean, I, I was also a student who had, you know, jobs, not, not multiple, actually, you know what, I, you could basically consider that because I, I was an intern while I was working and going to college. So, I, I mean, if you want to consider an internship a job, which basically it is, I think most internships are paid. And uh, by the way, if you haven't listened to our previous episode, we actually talk about uh, getting an internship. So check that out. But um, But yeah, so... My question, because, you know, I know for me, I had to really plan ahead of time. How did you juggle like your class schedule and then telling them like, hey, like I can't work at this time. I can't work at that time, but I can work at this time. How did that go about? And like, how was the response from like your supervisor?
1: So I found that most of them were prepared for that, right? They, they knew when the courses were and they, so, you know, they had, let's say five student workers and then they scheduled them kind of at different times. Although it was probably way more than five, right? It was probably like 15 that they scheduled at all different times. Um, so I, I feel like most people were understanding, you know, a lot of the people there believe, you know, you come to college to do the courses. Like I, I remember one time I had sorority recruitment during one of my shifts at the bookstore and so I was emailing the woman last minute, like, oh, I can't work. And I'm pretty sure she, it was like my first week too. So I was like, this is it. She's going to tell me I'm the worst person ever. Like, I'm never going to work in this town again. Um, and she was like, it's really fine. Like, we'll get someone else. You can be calm now. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I swear my schedule is, is usually different. Um, but besides that, so once again, I, I do run myself into the ground. That is something that I am guilty of for sure. Um, so I I remember, especially my junior year, I literally woke up at 6 30 and I would leave the the sorority house and then I would not come back till like 9 p.m. I would just be out all day doing classes, studying whatever job, whatever exercise, whatever, blah, 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 and then come home and just pass out. Um and I really liked that. That was that was a good way to live. Um I must have not been super depressed then because now I can't imagine doing that. Um, but I I really liked that it was a structured time. So as someone who feels guilty pretty regularly, if I'm not being productive, um, it was a time of day, you know, these two hours you're doing package pickup and literally what you're doing is scanning packages and being pleasant with people coming to pick them up. Um, And that was nice. It was a nice break from feeling guilty about not studying or, you know, not being in the library or whatever. Um, it was like, no, this is something I have to do. Like, this is what they're paying me for. So I can't, I can't not do it. Right. I can't, I can't, you know, sit and do my homework while there are other things going on. You know, you can, you could usually do your homework at the job when there weren't other things going on. But if people came in, you had to get up and help them, right. Assist them. That was the point. Um, so I personally, I loved that. I loved that. It gave me a break from studying because I, I needed to, I, I still, I still do this where, I don't schedule time in my day to like relax. And while I think not everyone would think that those jobs are necessarily relaxing, for me, it was, it was definitely a time of day where I could focus on something else. Um, So, but once again, I think because of the breadth, because there were so many different ones, I think it really shows you that there are so many opportunities that you might not even know of, and they're all different. That, you know it it really it really can be whatever interests you whatever you really like to do
0: yeah and you know I was similar to you I also had like a job on campus too and it was really convenient and in fact you know if if you have a job while you're going to college that's probably one of the best things to aim for is try to get a job there because it's so convenient and they will definitely work with your schedule right because they are really understanding and i mean you're basically already there. So you have to leave five minutes before for your next class, then you could leave five minutes before and hopefully you make it. Well, if your campus is as small as mine was, you could probably make it probably you might have to run, but you can make it. Uh, so, so what would you say uh, you would recommend to people who want to get that job on campus and, or uh, maybe struggling or, or maybe maybe not so confident in themselves because of maybe the amount of competition that, you know, you were probably going to likely be facing while you are trying to apply for a job there.
1: So uh, my first thing would be to definitely like go for what you're passionate about. Like in my orientation group, almost all of us were rejected tour guides. Like literally all of us were those who went through the interview process to be tour guides and they were like, no, we don't want you. Um, But we were, we were, we were passionate about the college in general. But I mean, I know for me, I literally said, I don't like the way orientation is done. I'm getting in there, I'm changing it. Um and I think that passion really shines through. I think that passion really shows your dedication and it shows, you know, what you want to change and how you want to make things better. Um besides that, besides that, look for need. Seriously, look for need and talk to people in departments that might have need. Like our Our fitness program wasn't that big at Dickinson. Um, Literally, we only had one Zoom instructor before me. Um, And then I got certified and I said, well, maybe they could use a second one. That, you know, that might be a really good spot for me to fit in. So it's not like they were looking, but I I, I found it.
0: Yeah, I would relate to that too, because on campus, well, the first job I had was a student blogger too, which wasn't like a in-person on-campus thing. It was more like, well, write an article uh once a week whenever you have time and uh i basically went through rejection i mean it sounds kind of harsh too but uh but my uh manager wasn't meaning not to hire me but she was limited so i didn't make the cut but one more person or had she been able to hire one more person then i would have made the cut but it was like basically like you're saying you know that passion and that showing her like yeah i could do it voluntarily And I don't mind if it's not paid for a while. And it ended up turning into a a full-time job or not. I wish I shouldn't say full-time job and then turning it into like a student job. Uh, And it was good. I mean, I was not expecting to actually get paid from the get-go and then to find out that it was a paid position and that I was able to actually get it afterwards after doing it for a year. Uh, It really does show, you know, that if you set your mind to it and if you, show that you can go above and beyond and you know you you might get uh, rewarded too so definitely definitely good to be able to work from uh, campus too if yeah. if you can do it too but you know for most students I think you end up working outside of campus too and you end up getting a job uh, probably at a retailer probably at a fast food mm-hmm. one of those two is probably like highly likelihood I mean I didn't go through fast food but I went through a couple of retail spots and uh it can get it can get stressful, uh, especially trying to coordinate schedules and and sometimes you run across some people that you know are not understanding and they make you choose between your job or school. Which I'm like, you cannot tell me that. And yeah, one serious. time, someone told me that, and so I was like, well, I'm choosing school. There's no way I'm choosing this like retail job. Like you can't. That's not, you. You don't even tell someone who's going to school that, but. You know some people say that uh did did you go through any of those experiences or did you like ever work outside of campus too and have to go through that?
1: No, I I also I didn't have a car. So I I really didn't have any sort of transportation. Um there were a lot of cute little like stores in town and and they usually hired students. Um but to be fair, because they usually hire students, I'll bet that they that they are used to students being like, "Look, like my schedule is very particular." Um the town that Dickinson in Dickinson is in is called Carlisle, and it's just this small spot in central p a so like it it's very like homey like all all the stores are like these small stores where the owners all know each other and i I'd imagine that a lot of them are very empathetic and when they hire students, they understand what the student schedule looks like
0: yeah that's good i i mean I know we did have a couple of spots around that that were definitely more understanding. And, you know, I, I did have some jobs. I can't, I can't be too general with myself and say, like, all oh, my jobs. Like, uh, I had plenty of jobs where, like, they were pretty flexible. If I had to do, like, a closing shift or work, uh, you know, do that, or, or maybe do an early morning shift if it was a late class or whatnot. And and so some places were were pretty good, but it was just that one place that they made me choose between that or, uh, or grad school, actually. It was when I was going to to grad school. And I was like, well, there is no way I am going to choose a job between grad school and (laughs) and not want to finish on time. Um, So things like that. But so when you're going to school and, and, you know, I, like I I was telling, you you know, like I, I worked throughout most of my college years too. And I know how difficult this was. Uh, How did you like manage your schedule, especially knowing that like, oh, next day I have a test, but I also have work like the day before. And especially knowing that you said you went through days where you were pretty much out of your home most of the day because you left at six in the morning and came back at nine and and, and all that too. So how did you manage that and, and also manage like deadlines for essays and assignments in general? So,
1: so I think, I think one of the things is, is recognizing, right, what's on your schedule and and what you can handle and being upfront with people about that. Like, I I think self-awareness is, is first and foremost in anything in life. So, you know, saying, okay, what do I need? You know, do I need to be free the day before this test? Do I need to be, you know, this much done this paper by this date et cetera, et cetera. Um, For me, by my sophomore year, I was really trying to not obsess so much about grades, like do the work, do the best I could, um, but not literally spend my entire time studying. That's not what I wanted my college experience to be. Um, and by sophomore year I was in, um, uh, what's it called in, uh, organic chemistry, which is notorious for being like really these really tough classes. And I, and I realized that there was a point of diminishing returns with studying, like you know i could study for let's say 4 hours right and i could get like a c okay then i could study another 4 hours just to bump it up to a b and it's like well why would i spend another whole 4 hours like that's just ridiculous to me that's unnecessary like just for a few extra points um so so i recognized that point of diminishing returns and i realized for me that i just i couldn't i couldn't focus too much on that stuff i wanted to do the things that i enjoyed that gave me other sorts of experiences as well
0: yeah, I, I've heard a lot of stuff about organic chemistry from uh, people yeah. who've had to take that. Fortunately, I never had to go anywhere near chemistry, so.
1: <laughs> well, did you take uh, did you take managerial? Because I usually hear managerial is the business form of organic chemistry.
0: Uh, actually, it wasn't too bad. Managerial wasn't too bad. Uh, I mean, if I had to relate something to organic chemistry, maybe the closest thing I could think of is uh, pre-cal that I had to take as a, as a prereq for grad school. That was probably, uh, in fact, that was probably the hardest class I ever took.
1: Wait, pre-calculus?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, that, yeah, the I, math I,
1: I oh. The math minors looking at you like, what are you even saying to me right now?
0: Yeah, like what is it? But yeah, no, it, it it was a it was a difficult uh, class too. But um, and I was going to work too at the same time and taking that, and I know how difficult it. It made it even more difficult, I think, because. I had that. Uh, I also had to take, a, uh, uh, and I had to retake college algebra. It was another prereq, but uh, I guess I had to retake it for grad school, even though I took it undergrad. And I also took Spanish just for fun, because okay. why not? You know, like uh, tuition was going to be the same either way if I took another class or not. So uh, I took that and, uh, and had work too. And I couldn't relate to having days where, I would work at at a retail, I would work at Staples. And uh, I had, my first class was like algebra, super early. I think it was like eight in the morning. And then I would get out of that class 10 minutes after I had the, I had pre-cal. So I'd have to rush to the other side of campus to go to that class. And then after that class, I had the Spanish class. So again, I had like a 10 minute break in between to go hurry uh, down there. And I remember after Spanish class, Sometimes I had work like an hour after, so I would have to go rush. Um sometimes I wouldn't even be able to go home. I would just have to go straight to work. I already had my uh work uniform. Either, you know, I would go to school with it or I would leave it in the car and change in the car. And that was pretty much my whole day too. So similar to what you're kinda saying, my day was like eight in the morning to maybe like seven or eight, because yes. most of the time it, I would do like the closing shift uh because it was uh, a later shift and uh, those are my days too and jumping from one to the other, but I can relate to you and that, you know, excitement of uh, knowing that like, okay, I got work, I got these things going on. And just knowing that, you know, you're keeping yourself uh, busy throughout the day too, even though um, that job was quite boring too. I do have to say because <laughs> not that many people shopped, uh, but that's another story. Um, but, but yeah, definitely uh, it, it can get, it can get difficult, I think, for some people. And and I've heard it from from a lot in, in trying to juggle. But, you know, I would agree with uh, what you were saying, too, that you have to be true to yourself. Uh, you have to be uh, upfront uh, with your manager and really tell them, if you do have a test like the day before, don't make the mistake of, like, working really late. Or if you have an assignment due, um, it's it's better to do that. I mean... I can say I kind of regret there were times where I would work really late and uh, at like another job, not at Staples, but I-, I would actually have to work until like ten, eleven, sometimes midnight because uh, yeah. they were open twenty-four hours, and uh, it was pretty hard getting home and knowing like, oh, actually I have an assignment due the next day or I have a test due the next day, and I'm like, oh well, um, I didn't really have that much time because. I literally went to work right after I got out of class that day, which you know another class there, and uh, so that's definitely one thing I would say do that, you know, and and hopefully they're understanding because if they're not understanding, then you should probably do what I did and just leave the job <laughs> and, <laughs> and all that, and uh, but you know it is really hard to find a job sometimes as a college student, and uh, what advice would you give to, to any student out there who is trying to find a job, regardless, I guess, of where it's at. And Mm. they're just really struggling because, you know, we all deal with the whole, I have no work experience because I'm in college and maybe I'm trying to find my first job or maybe it's my second job. And my first job was like probably fast food. And now I'm trying to like apply at these other places and they're not hiring me because I have no experience there.
1: Mm. So so first of all, I would say, be very, very cognizant of what you consider to be experience. There are a lot of, a lot of people that downplay their experience um, because they just don't consider it. You know, they, they just don't consider it actual experience because they didn't get paid for it. Um, And that's never true. Like look at what you do for fun. And do you produce literally anything out of that? Or do you find you you're gaining skills from that because those skills go on your resume those are very important skills. If you're learning them, then they need to be known. Then they need you need to be able to say, you know, I practice this skill for this many years. I, I have a blog that I've been running for two years. My blog anniversary just came up this week, so it's two years. Um, but like you know, I've never I, and I freelance blog, but I've never been steadily paid to create content. I've only been paid freelance to create content or I blog. But those are skills those are marketable skills that I can use. And I can say that I have, Um, when it comes to finding a job on campus, I would say, talk to people, like just talk to upperclassmen, see what they're doing, see what they like, see what the culture is in different positions. And then you can navigate it a little bit better. And, you know, they might be able to put in a good word for you. Absolutely. Um, but I always think it comes down to doing what you enjoy. And you know, so if you do find yourself going to that bookstore off campus once a week and being like, wow, I feel really at home here. I mean, inquire, even if there's no help wanted sign in the window, it literally hurts not at all to ask once, you know, if the person says no, or give me your card and I'll let you know if something comes open, you know, then there's, there's just really no harm in, in that rejection. You just, you know, now, and now they've seen your face and they know that you're interested.
0: Yeah, it's definitely something that, that you need to do with uh, any job, really. I mean, just call them, insist. Uh, I talked about it in the previous podcast of my internship I got, but I kept insisting. I kept sending emails. Uh, my manager really liked me at the time, and, and like she wanted me to join, but the budget wasn't there, and she told me, insist, tell me, send me emails uh, periodically, and that's what I did. And uh, after a year, I ended up getting the internship. And so it's it's really a lot of insisting. And, you know, I think a lot of people sometimes think like, oh, I'm going to bother them so much that, you know, before you know it, they're going to put my number on the on their block list and, and not actually answer my call or tell me like, hey, you are bothering me a little too much or put their email on the spam, right, on the spam folder too. So uh, things like that, but don't think that way too. I mean, honestly, if they actually do do that then you they probably shouldn't be your manager and you probably shouldn't work there because they uh don't understand i think what it is to be a college student and so uh i would say that you know from for the final thing probably is uh definitely make sure that as a college student you keep and applying to jobs don't get uh don't get frustrated if you don't get hired, because uh, I don't know, Renata, if, if you did you go through a lot of job applications? Did you kind of go through those moments where you felt like, am I going to get a job or am I not going to get a job or what's going on? Did you ever go through that?
1: So I I was really I, I was really blessed to be going to college and, oh. and I didn't expect to even work while I was there. I, I did not. A lot of these fell in my lap. Um And then I just kind of continued. Um The one thing I will say, there was one. so well, I said, uh, what's it called tour guides, but they weren't paid, but, um, there was one job I was really excited for. And, and I went in the interview full of passion and I sent in a really great cover letter. Um, and I honestly couldn't believe I got a rejection because I, I thought I was a really good fit. Uh, and that was really disappointing. You know, it was, to be fair, there was a concert on campus that night though. So I really didn't have time to, uh, to think too much about it. But I think that speaks to the college culture though. I mean, you know, don't let rejection get you down. You know, I've been rejected from several like clubs organizations that well, you know, those clubs and organizations had like um what's it called? Uh not interview, but where uh, had tryouts. It's not like I was just straight up rejected from <laughs> photography, club, like moved like, me out of photography club. Um, but you know, when when I tried out and got rejected, that that happened a few times but literally just you know just absorb the college atmosphere and and enjoy there's so much going on good find find another avenue for something to enjoy or something to do for sure
0: yeah and sometimes a job can be like that I mean like you said you your student jobs my student jobs too they're like like they were really memorable and and you know you I mean you so convenient you know you get to say oh I work on campus and uh and I, I get to you know get out of my job, my you know on campus and go to class, and you don't have to waste gas if you have to drive. So yeah, there's so much so much benefits uh, to that uh, as well. I want to thank you for for being on today, and uh, hopefully we we see you back next time because I know we do have a uh, a lot more topics uh, that we would be able to talk about too. And uh, see were really involved on on campus.
1: Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I, I really did so much during my college experience since I was finally able to like get out of the house and just, you know, do so many things at once. So yeah, I would, uh, I would love to come back and talk to you about my uh, wacky college adventures.
0: <laughs> Again, if you guys want to check out her podcast, uh, she's over at the Overrated Underrated Podcast. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more of, of what the podcast is about for audience?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my ex and I like to hang out on the phone a lot and uh, and bicker about random things and make each other laugh. Uh, we just thought, let's take it on air. You know, let's share our really weird discussions with people and make them laugh. So uh, so yeah, it's a comedy podcast where we pick one topic each week and then we talk about little different pieces of that topic and uh, whether they're overrated or underrated. Uh, one of our recent episodes was about exercise, and so we talked about group exercise, we talked about yoga, we talked about different things. And, and we just kind of go back and forth about what we think about them. And it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so check it out. Uh, they do have me laughing when uh, I listen <laughs> to their episodes. So, so please uh, go, go check them out wherever you uh, listen to podcasts or I mean, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this uh, right now as well. Um, one last thing, uh, as we always do, I want to remind you to follow us on social media. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Academy W Podcast. On Facebook, Academy Warriors Podcast. Uh, again, we also do have an email address. It's pretty long, you know it. Academy Warriors Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email. Send us a message on social media if there is a topic that you want us to address, and we will try our best to address it. Uh, we probably should have some experience of some sort because. Uh, been college students for a long time uh, but if it's something that maybe we might not know so much about like if it's something on organic chemistry then <laughs> I might have to reach out to uh, to our guest tonight to tell us more about that <laughs> um, I mean I've
1: repressed I've repressed all of organic chemistry so <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I will not be helpful sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we'll probably have to look elsewhere too then but for any other given topic uh, we, we will find someone who is a Uh, an expert in that particular topic there as well so thank you for uh, listening everyone and uh, look out for our next episode here shortly